0: Look what she made
1: me Look do. Look what she made me do. Hey, Josie, do you want to know what movie I love? Oh, my God, of course.
0: I love
1: The Conjuring.
0: Oh, my God, I love that one. Ooh, the I creepy know. Annabelle doll. Oh, <laughs> oh and that. the knocking on the doors and the pulling the oh, foot and so much. Oh, my God.
1: this one. This is a podcast where we talk about movies and shows and pretty much anything that we love to talk about. Um, That's Josie. And that's Aerie. And we're gonna talk every week about stuff that we love. Um, Particularly it's gonna be horror related because that's stuff that we really love. (laughs) Definitely. I mean that's that's kind of what
0: started this whole friendship.
1: Yeah, (laughs) maybe we'll do an episode on our meet cute, but uh, let's just uh, jump in. I'm going to introduce Josie real quick. Um, We went to school together in Wisconsin. Now she lives in Chicago and she has her big girl corporate job. Uh, She does awesome things. She is a wonderful cat mom to my cat (laughs) who needed Someone who treats her just like a princess. Yes. (laughs) So we try to see each other and talk as much as we can, but obviously with life, it's just kind of one of those things. Um, So we thought we would do this where we could talk about some of our favorite things together and make it more of a habit and, like, see if anybody finds it interesting.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, Aerie, it's been over a year since we've seen each other in person. I mean, I'm up in Mm -hmm. Chicagoland, she's down in like the St. Louis area. And you know, I gotta come see you at your brand new job, like all these things. But yeah, (laughs) so this is, I mean, we we have conversations all the time whenever there's new horror media or sometimes we just reminisce over the older stuff that we love and we'll rewatch time and time again. (laughs) And we're like, you know, I I bet there's some people I'm sure that would like to be a part of this conversation. There's some people who are into the same stuff and have the same opinions into the same hot takes. So this just kind of seemed like a a natural fit to just, you know, start recording some of these and see what happens. But if you're listening, welcome to the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think we, we decided for our first episode, we wanted like a modern classic and, I don't know about you, or listeners, but when I think of modern classic horror, one of the first movies that I think of is The Conjuring. Yes. I, I, I don't think you can have a conversation about horror movies within the last 20 years without talking about The Conjuring.
1: No, you can't. And like, of course, with The Conjuring, James Wan comes up. You can't really have a conversation about modern horror without James Wan coming up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I think he's an icon, obviously, of as, like we were talking about modern horror. But um, I I mean, let's just jump right in because yeah, I let's do it. I was I rewatched it just last night. I was telling Ari we both agreed to rewatch it, so we're fresh. One of the first things I have a question for you okay. because as we're watching, right, the movie opens up. We get like the Annabelle sequence. By the way, there's going to be spoilers. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I forgot about that. There's going to be spoilers. We're going to get into it. Uh, we're going to, like, talk about the whole movie. So if you haven't seen it, like, first of all, where have you been? It's been out since 2013. Yes. But, like, if you haven't, okay, whatever. I'll give you a pass. Um, but, like, you're going to get spoilers or go watch it and then come listen to this. It's your preference, but yeah.
0: spoilers. Or if you're like me, it's, it's maybe been a minute since you've seen it in the first place. Because for me, I mean, it's been a long time since I had seen this true movie. it had been a second yeah so if, if you're like me you maybe want to consider just giving it a rewatch before you listen to this podcast because there was some stuff that I didn't remember
1: it's worth a rewatch for sure absolutely
0: um but as I was going to say the, the opening sequence right we get like uh-huh. the Annabelle story right and you know the, the housemates go through it they're talking about the story da 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 Annabelle starts coming to life mm-hmm. and what she wrote on the walls do you remember did you notice this as well Mm,
1: doesn't sure she it, wrote, like,
0: yeah, miss me? Yeah, and then, like, there's a scene, too, where she, like, same scene, but there's a part where she, like, knocks on the door or something, or there's a knock on the door, and then there's a note that says, miss me. Right, yeah. I'm like, am I, am I missing something? What's the reference, or am I? No, I think, because, like, they tried to, like, when they would leave, and then they
1: would, like, get rid of her, she would be like, do you miss oh, me? that's why. Like... Like, she would just be, like, messing with them because she's like, why are you, like, not wanting to be around me or whatever? Yeah,
0: I was already thinking too deep into it because, again, The Conjuring movies kind of birthed a whole franchise. So I was immediately looking for a connection with the Annabelle movies. I was, like, thinking back and I'm like, does that tie in anywhere? But no, she was just being cheeky.
1: I mean, it's definitely something to keep an ear out for, like, as we go through because, like, We'll probably not do another Conjuring movie next week, but, like, we're gonna go through the Conjuring universe and do, like, The Nun and Annabelle and all the other things. So that's definitely something to keep in the back of your head, like, if it comes up. But, like, without going too far into the other movies, like, because I don't want to get into them right now, um, I can't think of anything other than just, like, her kind of being, like... Do you miss, like, being cheeky and...
0: I mean, it might have just been that, but I... The Conjuring movies have trained me to look at every little thing, (laughs) to look at every little thing and be like, is this trying to tell me something?
1: I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a huge part of, like, James Wan, too. He hides little things in there, little, like, things. And it's funny because um, Ren, my husband, will, like... He'll say, "Oh, does that mean something bigger?" And I have to be like,
0: "Oh, does it mean something there?" <laughs> He's asking the real question. I don't remember, yeah.
1: but he knows too. He's like, "Yeah, d- that that must mean something bigger." And I'm like, mm, "Let's let's think on <laughs> it." I don't remember. Um, and uh, but yeah, I had a couple little things as far as like just before we start, like getting into the plot plot part, but like. We have to talk about how they have Ed and Lorraine Warren being played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga.
0: Yes. (laughs) Because,
1: like, name a better duo. God. I'll wait. Literally. Yes. They're so good together. And, like, it's so funny because I've seen both of them in roles. Like, Patrick Wilson was in in the Insidious movies, which we'll get to later, um, obviously, because those are some of my favorite movies, but then, like, Vera Farmiga was in Bates Motel, and they both played characters that were a little more, like, on the evil side. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, not to give too much away, but, like, <laughs> on the evil side, like, on the darker side, and, like, to have them be the beacons of light in this movie is really fucking cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, and they do it so well. I mean, like, the honestly, the on-screen chemistry, they play an adorable couple. Like, throughout the oh movies, God. there are, like, several moments in each movie where I'm like, Y'all are so cute, <laughs> right? And I'm like, yeah,
1: you guys are actually a couple, yeah. Like,
0: and that's and that's the chemistry. Like, it feels so natural yeah. that there's this like nice, wholesome Christian demonology couple. Like, it's very right. precious. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to like special
1: shout out uh, Joey King playing Christine. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know her much honestly before this movie, but now she's come out and she's been doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, she played Gypsy Rose in that one movie yeah what's that one or is it the series on hulu? yeah it was a
0: yeah like a netflix or hulu series uh, yeah you know oh, what, what I'm was about. it called it was so good but yeah 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 was it
1: it wasn't mommy dead and dearest because that's like the documentary it was the uh
0: the act the act yes. yes really good she
1: played such a good role in that and like but i saw the conjuring and then the act so far away from each other that i like didn't put two and two together but she's been really incredible. She was also in a Ryan Murphy show, The Politician, I think. Um, I don't know. But she's really come out as like a really cool, like, she can do a lot. Yeah. So she she definitely adds a lot to this role because like Christine is probably one of the kids that gets fucked with the most in this movie.
0: I would say so, yeah. Um.
1: But one of my top favorite things about this movie, and it, it's been one of my absolute favorite things, uh, like from the minute I saw it, I was like, this movie is rated R yes. and there's no sex, hardly any gore, like no, not a lot of like curse. I don't even know if there's any cursing. Like there's not an obscene amount of cursing in it no. because it's all kids and stuff, but like, it's just so freaky.
0: Yeah. That it's rated R. No, absolutely. I remember actually having a conversation with my dad on this topic because, like, he he's a big pansy. He does not participate in the horror genre <laughs> at all. But he, like, just thinks it's interesting because me and my sister, even my mom, we're all into it. And so he asked me once because he's like, I don't like, like, gory stuff. Like, I would maybe like a suspenseful horror, but, like, something mm-hmm. with gore, like, I'm not going to like it. I'm like, you have no idea how scary it can still get right. without including that sort of stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. The Conjuring was the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, there's a scene where, like, the possessed woman bites, like, the police officer's cheek. And there's a scene where, like, the demon, the dead witch, like, throws up into the mom's mouth. I'm like, those are the two <laughs> gross parts. Those are the two gross parts in the movie. But, like, that's it. Nothing else yeah. even comes close to gore.
1: No, that's, like, the two grossest parts of the movie for sure. And,
0: it, like you said, it's rated R, which I just think really speaks to how scary it is, especially yeah, for like,
1: the time how unsettling, like, and a big thing is, so yeah, this movie came out in 2013, um, you know what also came out
0: in,
1: well, what came out in 2012 was, like, the remake of Friday the 13th, which you guys will learn to know, you already know, Josie, like, Friday the 13th is my shit, so, but... It was the. It felt like horror was so saturated in all these like teens having sex and da 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 like all this stuff, and everything had to be so, sexual and gory and whatever. And like I can still get into that. Like like I said, Friday the Thirteenth is one of my favorite movies. Like I like when there's just there's crazy kills and there's cool stuff and like stuff like that. But it was almost like a breath of fresh air that they they were like we can be scary without being like that you know and that's kind of why i like like the insidious movies and stuff like that because it's like we can be spooky without it being too crazy Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's see where my notes are (laughs) (laughs) back to um when you said she left a note like miss me yeah Oh, my God. Ren was like, it's always the crazy ones that are asking if you miss them. Which I was like, oh, my God. Apparently, this was his first time watching it with me. And so I'm like, well, I failed the past three years of our relationship. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Well, because I was also thinking, I was trying to remember the first time I saw this movie. And if it came out in 2013, that was, like, the year of us going into college, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we... We both graduated high school in 2013. Yeah, but um, so I'm sure I probably saw it in theaters. I couldn't remember the exact time, but you and I saw this pretty early too, didn't we? Because we saw it on campus
1: on mm-hmm. our college yeah, campus. Yes, our campus had that program where they would bring like movies that were just out of the theater but not on DVD yet, and do like movie nights. Yes, and you brought Patty. Oh my god, I did. <laughs> that was this was our Halloween night one yes. because. I, we joined that thing, the committee, where we could decide what movies to bring, and I was like, bring the horror movies, Yes, yeah, so, you know. because
0: well, as soon as we found out that was a committee, we were like, put us on it, it's horror movies for everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and then we had to, like, be okay with the other movies people turned Yeah, we had
0: to, like, you um, know, compromise from time to
1: time. Yeah, but this was the Halloween one, I was like, you gotta get The Conjuring, that shit's so good, and then, yeah, so... <laughs> Daddy. Uh My family has a doll, like a, a life, like a, I don't know, just the size of like a three or four yeah, year like old. Yeah, like a small child. <laughs> like a, it's called Patty Playhouse. And it was like a thing like back in the day. And we, when my great grandma died, they found her in the basement. And like, they were just like, wouldn't it be funny if we like cleaned her up and passed her around? And I was like, <laughs> It's like, okay, sure. So funny. (laughs) So they thought it would be so funny if giving it, if they would give it to me when I went to college. So I'm like the weird girl with a doll (laughs) in her room. And I mean, it got people to talk to me. because I would sit, I would sit her in a chair in my doorway (laughs) and people would walk by and be like,
0: what the (laughs) conversation (laughs) Uh, starter for sure.
1: Yeah, but she's, like, she's absolutely possessed. Like, I had to hide her in closets a couple times because I was like, girl, we're not doing this today.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, she was our guest for that Conjuring
1: movie. She was. She came with, and I remember people being very scared people because of the whole it. Annabelle she was, Yes,
0: they were like, don't sit by us, but, like, they loved it. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, was like, us, so Just us walking in holding hands with Patty, but... yeah. <laughs> I don't remember like that. Like, literally. Yes, I was thinking about that.
1: This Nobody sounds- else would walk down <laughs> campus with me holding hands with Patty. Like, week
0: one, I was like, I'm oh, in. You're my girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. This, this, this is, a, is a weird This is my college experience. Friends. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, Forget the drinking and stuff. Let's go do weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> go
0: bring big dolls to horror movies about dolls. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, just you know, flash from the past.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, for so for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren are like a power couple that they're paranormal investigators, and um, Ed is it, the only non ordained demonologist that the Catholic Church re- like respects or whatever. And then Lorraine is a clairvoyant, which means that she can like kind of tap into the energies around and like see ghosts and like spirits and stuff and like see feel the things that have happened in a place um so they work together to go and check out like if somebody's like oh my house is haunted like there's a couple we see at least one couple in this movie where they're like we need help and they go and they start like hitting some pipes and stuff and they're like that's the sound and they're like okay well it's just your house. Yeah, they debunk it. Like, it's it. just an yeah. old house. They debunked it. They're like, you're you're not haunted. And so, like, that was kind of their gig was they would go around and try to debunk it because, like, I honestly think they probably didn't want everyone to be possessed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why would you want that? Because yeah. it's so much harder for you. Probably, like, you just yeah. go to someone's house and be like, knock, knock, knock. Okay, you're good. Yeah, pro- <laughs> probably, probably a <laughs> relief from time to time. Right. But, like, they were really popular in the 1960s. Um, and it was up in like the New England area. Cause I know the original, like the real conjuring houses in Rhode Island yeah. is what I was reading. Um, so then like they get all dramatic and they're like, they've never shared this story <laughs> until now. Which
0: like, and that's like the conjuring. Here's the thing, <laughs> so- of course. I love the conjuring, but I watched one of the, like the newest Annabelle movie recently. And I like swear that they had that same sort of like right (laughs) they've never shared this story because it's that dark until now wasn't it the devil made me do it yeah was it i think it was that one i'm
1: pretty sure that that was like the one where they're like we they've never like just talked about this (laughs) one and here they are and it's like like, okay so are we gonna say that with every single one (laughs) like i get it they're spooky
0: and they are (laughs) but like you can lay it back it's okay
1: Okay, (laughs) just a little yeah so uh something that messes me up like right away in this movie. Um, when the parent family, that's like the family that's, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we're following. Yeah, the haunted family. Um, when the parent family moves in, their dog won't go in. Ugh. Sadie! And I'm like rest. And in I'm peace. like, uh, Sadie. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately the dog dies pretty early on, which is good as far as I'm concerned. If you're gonna kill the dog, well,
0: at least do it early. Yeah,
1: and they don't really show like they just see the dog laying there. So like there's nothing crazy like the dog gets ripped up to shreds and we see like a horrific scene it's just yeah the dog won't go inside they leave her chained up she dies like but i'm like dude if my dog won't go in the house i will not go in the house yeah yeah sorry about it like no that's I not gonna happen you. for me yeah
0: you would not no way
1: <laughs> no because that's my dog yeah. like she she has to be with me. If she's not coming with me, it's not happening. If you and
0: Ren bought a new house, Bailey would not go inside. You would say, Ren, we gotta sell the house. Yeah, I'd be like, pack it up. <laughs> that's the, Let's that's go. the end of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice living uh, here. But no, I agree that that's like huge major red flag moment. And I, I like the right? and you know, it's kind of I guess typical of like these house haunting, like new house sort of movies, because there's quite a right? few of them. But it's obviously the haunting builds, but I think right. that they do it really nicely in The Conjuring because it, it's not nothing, and then all of a sudden it's everything. It is a pretty right. gradual progression, and so it is because yeah. like the dog won't go in, and then the
1: um, the clocks start stopping at three oh seven every night. Yeah, she has the mom has bruises, the bruises, and then the like the birds flying into the house, and like it's little things that start adding up. But then once it hits, it's like,
0: yeah, it's here. Yeah. And
1: (laughs) like, you guys are messed up. Yeah.
0: And well, there's like a short scene because I thought and again, this is like it had been so long since I watched the movie towards that beginning of the haunting where there's like not anything super major happening. It cuts to a scene with I think it's Christine and I think the other girl is Nancy. I was like trying to get their names straight. Is that the two it. girls that share a room? Yes. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Christine, Christine and Nancy. And Nancy. Okay. <laughs> where like we all I mean, again, if you've seen the movie, there's the scene with the like hard tugging on Christine's foot. But there's mm-hmm. that first scene where we're first where it's just, in a, little where it's tug. just a tiny little tug mm-hmm. and they kind of have like a half asleep conversation about it and then it like cuts. And I I love that.
1: Yeah, they have this really funny conversation because she goes, stop farting. Oh, yeah, the smells too, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: she's like, this stinks. And she's like, I'm not, like, I'm not farting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, very, kid, like, it's just two girls sharing a room. Yeah. Like, they would have that half-asleep, like, stop pulling on me, quit farting, blah, blah, blah. Like, that just is what it is. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I mean... The oldest girl, I think her name's Andrea, she complains, like, very early on that, this like, there's a bad smell, yeah. and that it got really cold, and just, like, little stuff where you're, like, I mean, if somebody was telling me that in my house, I would be, like, burn the place <laughs> down, let's go, pack <laughs> it up. Like, we're not doing it. Yep. But, like, you know, it's the 70s, I think, and, like, they don't know. Right. Um, but there's a really cool scene at the very beginning <laughs> where they, uh, they're like bringing all their stuff in and we follow one of the girls under a couch mm. and then it's a one shot through the whole house. And it's like, just, I'm such a nerd for like a good shot. Oh,
0: yeah. I wondered it actually. Cause I, it's hard not to notice actually. I think that was Nancy that we like duck under the couch with. Yeah, And that is, even I noticed, someone who's, like, not, like, into, like, cinematography. <laughs> right. Even I'm like, that's a cool shot. <laughs> but it's, like, a
1: solid, like, we follow, the, there's no no cuts. And so, like, I was like, that was really sick. Because then I started reading, and apparently the outside of the house was in Rhode Island, the, fi- the one that they filmed. But the entire, everything inside of the house was filmed on a set. Okay. And so I'm like... I
0: love film. <laughs> like, I just oh, so good. Yes. Uh, oh, but just to speak on film for a second, because I did I, I think and I, I lumped this movie in with another movie of the time when I think of like music and not just necessarily music but like audio sort of sounds. Uh-huh. And I think of the conjuring and I think of Sinister. Ooh, when I think of just good really interesting, like I don't I guess tracks. Where so, some of the music and some of the noises and the sounds I, I just found to be super unique, especially, again, of the time. So uh,
1: in this one, it's a uh, it's a guy named Joseph. Hold on. I'm going to mispronounce his last name. Probably Joseph okay. Um He did the music for this movie and Insidious and probably a bunch of other stuff. But like those mm-hmm. are the ones that stand out. Oh, to me. Insidious, too, has a great, um, great track. Yeah, because the tracks are just oh, my God. Um, what's cool about Sinister though, is that they found this, uh, this band had like a, a CD called, and they were, I think the band is called boards of Canada or something. And they just have some really cool tracks and they used parts of their stuff, um, for their background music. And that's all the weird music you hear. And it's just like, oh, that's the cool. stuff that they find for this, like, cause I, um, when I was in school I went to a full sale and uh we had to do like a video class and I was making something spooky of course like what Mm -hmm. else would I do and I was like I want the music from sinister so then like of course I googled what did they use in sinister and I found this band and like they just have like cds of like weird shit and it's like super cool um but yeah I I love a movie with like really good audio to go with like to, that adds into yeah. the creepiness yeah. of everything.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like especially nice when the title sequence was going because it it makes me think of I see a similarity for sure with Insidious because they both had that kind of moment where the background is black and it's just oh the thing ah. yep the font of the of the movie The Conjuring or yes. Insidious and the, yes. the music really escalates. But that, I love like, that. that. That gets me going. Yes. I'm
1: like, I'm like, oh,
0: yes. it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. So then uh, let's see, they start making the mom take iron pills. Cause they think she, she's like anemic or something. Relatable. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm like, if those bruises are from being anemic, that's a problem. Dude, it's your, I, okay. high key. I I'm not just joking. I really am anemic. Like if you're getting bruised, like I, I do bruise easily, but more like I'm I'm medic- like I take iron supplements. The worst that happens to me if I miss a supplement is like I get sleepy. If you're getting bruises, like something's wrong. Like, right, go see your and doctor. It's like, <laughs> right.
1: Well, she does, and so they're just like, "Oh, take iron." Like, okay, go to a different doctor, um, man. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, how many red flags do you guys need? Like, I know it's like how the many, 60s,
0: but yikes. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yikes well and then the youngest girl april the four-year-old or she's like you know she's too young to go to school obviously because she stays home with the mom Mm um she starts talking to that music box that she finds rory she starts like talking Mm -hmm. to rory this little boy yes and she's like, Oh, do you want to see him? And her mom's like, Okay. Like, no, I don't want to
0: see him. I would throw that music no, box sweetie, on the I ground. Don't want to see him. No. And oh, when but when that when he opened that box for that first time and that music started playing, uh-huh. I was like, how did I like forget this song? It was like back in an instant though, so iconic. Right.
1: Well, and it's like you are expecting something and like not, well, what happens is like April jumps in and it's like "Boo!" right? right. Like, but you know, it's I think that's one of my favorite things about this movie is that they do that stuff where they build you up thinking something's gonna happen yes. and then, like, you're like, oh, yes. nothing happened. Well, and a
0: lot of it's, like, like a lot of it is, like, foreshadowing, too, because there's, like, that moment and then there's the right. moment later on with Lorraine when she has the music box where, and yeah. he is there. Where she actually does it. And see it's, like, it. the same thing with Christine when her foot was getting tugged. We have that uh-huh. moment where it didn't really happen and then it does later on. And Right,
1: and then that whole scene, <laughs>
0: like... They play up all
1: these things like they even do the like there's a scene where Carolyn, the mom, closes the medicine cabinet and nothing's behind her. But you're expecting it.
0: Oh, my God. And there was we're just going to because this needs honestly, there were so many moments because I was writing those down because I was like, these are you, you don't even really remember it when you're just watching it for the first time. But there's a scene where she's just like folding laundry and from where the camera is, you get this like, weird reflection of her in the mirror and it, like you're waiting for something to happen and it just doesn't. Right, and I love that. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like they knew what you were expecting and they played off of it. Yeah. Because, and, But the thing is, they didn't even have to do the jump scare because they knew they could get you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's like real suspense. It's so good. It's real suspense. When but it, it's like whenever dudes... the the lie about like blue balls (laughs) like because that's not a thing let's be real like that's not a thing like get over yourselves but like that's like when they're like oh blue balls like literally you're like (gasps) and then nothing happens
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's like, like that's the uh, sort of thing that will get me like to scream in theaters because when you're constantly brought to the edge of your seat so many times when you finally get that scare you're gonna jump right. it's gonna get oh, you yeah. it's gonna get you because you're,
1: you're so like caught off guard like, and you're just like oh my like god yeah
0: well and there's there's a part like in the beginning when they first found that like cellar area that the mm-hmm. dad's going in and he doesn't have oh, anything more than the box of matches And he lights the matches. And, of course, you're, like, watching his hand because you're watching Uh these matches, like, reach his finger. The fire reaches fingers and you know it's going to go out. And then it goes out. Uh And then you just have a screen of black for a second. And you're, like, holding your breath. And then he lights another match and there's just nothing. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's just,
1: like, every, like, it's just the creepy basement. I
0: love that. I think it's so well done.
1: Right. But then, can we talk about the hide and clap?
0: I'm. That's literally a whole bullet point for me. I was like <laughs> the whole entire hiding clap game because first, for, like, yeah. if that's not a real game, because I I never played that as a child. I don't know. If no that's, right. It's kind of like Marco Polo sort of style. So like, I guess maybe that's the inspiration. If this is yeah. a made up game, but I think it's genius. I don't know. I've never
1: played it before. I've never heard of it until I saw this, and then I was like. Yeah no, um, I'm good. <laughs> Don't need to do anything like that in my life. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh But it's like so specifically when Carolyn and April are playing together, and the um, oh my god, that like bureau or whatever that like yeah. came with the house, mm-hmm. it like opens and then you see the blue hands and like out of come focus, out
0: yes, and they're like and oh. they clap
1: <laughs> and I'm like. No thank you. And she goes in there and tries, you know, is like thinks that it's April. And then there's the scene where she goes, she ends up is this when she wakes she this is when she wakes up in the middle of the night though. And she yeah. goes down in the basement. Yeah. You get those same
0: disembodied hands. Oh yeah. god.
1: Just well, but you hear Rory, he yes. says, Do you want to play hide and clap? And then he claps by your face. Ugh. And you're just like, Oh fuck.
0: And <laughs> like, like yeah, I feel like when I think of The Conjuring, there's like two sort of like things that I think of. One of them is that clapping game because I think it's really mm-hmm. unique to that movie. I haven't seen it any is. sort of game like that in any either, at least mainstream horror movie. But right. I also think of the scene, and this is, I think, in the later half of the movie with um, Carolyn hanging laundry on the lines outside. And I love this because it's in the middle of the day. Wait, you mean when Lorraine's hanging oh, in the laundry? you're right. That is Lorraine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I think Carolyn was at, like, the hits. hospital or something at this point,
1: but... No, because so she... That's when she gets possessed because she's in her room, and the the sheet f- hits something. Oh, yes. And then it goes up to the... It flies up to the window. It hits, like, a whole and body. And you see her... yes. Like you see her, she went all the way up to the
0: window and then she walks to the side and that's when she possesses Carol. No, you're right. But that moment where the sheet catches on the outline of the body, Uh that like stuck with me. Cause I, at that point was not used to horror movies, pulling scares in like broad daylight like that. Right. Broad daylight, sunny day. Like she's just hanging around outside and that scared me so bad the first time.
1: Right. Well, and when, when Ed and Lorraine first come to the house to like inspect everything, and all of a sudden you just see these feet hanging behind Ed's head. Uh-huh, that's a good moment. Like, that's broad daylight. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What? Horror <laughs> like, <Hard> movies weren't <laughs> supposed to do that in 2013. Right. Like, it, it started a whole different thing where it was just, like, crazy. Nowhere was safe. Like. Right. Because, like, we had the night scene. Like, we've already talked about the tugging on the foot. Yeah. So we had that scene. And then we are like, she wakes up and she's like, there's someone standing behind the and, door. Like,
0: that scene, though.
1: That's fucked. Like, uh, I I, I can't even get into it. I feel
0: like that scene where she's sitting up in bed and like she's talking to Nancy and like we have the camera shot that's like over her shoulder. Mm -hmm. And you're staring at the shadow behind the door because Christine's like something's there. And like you as the viewer are like trying to discern if there actually is or if this is just something that she's seeing or like if there's going to be a faint outline, if something's going to jump out at you. Like Uh it's a very tense moment. And the fact that like the girls keep talking like the whole time, there's this like conversation that's almost distracting. I just, I, when I was watching that scene, I was <laughs> like, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. And like,
1: what's funny is Ren goes, I can't see anything. And I said, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not supposed to, like they want you to be looking so hard, yeah. but then nothing happens. Yeah. Like it's that, that continuous, like building that suspense and like, Then, you know, Nancy gets up and she's like, don't go over there. Don't go over there. And she's like, it's right behind you. And you're just staring at Nancy with a shadow behind her and you can't see anything. And you're like, is something behind her? What's happening? Like, (laughs) it's so jarring. And so, like, they're not trying to be like, oh, here's the scariest thing you've ever seen in your life. They're just like, here's an idea of something horrifying. Yeah, exactly. Except, let's talk about the Bureau again. Oh, yeah. Because you know what I'm talking about, because that's the one that haunts me from this movie. Uh-huh. Is one of the girls sleepwalks. Yeah. It, and is that she Nancy goes into.
0: Again? I think it might be Nancy is again. It
1: Nancy, it might be. There's like five girls, so I don't know. It, kind of yeah, they're hard to keep straight. But one of the girls, she's sleepwalking and she keeps going into Andrea's room, which is where that bureau that came with the house is. And it's like this big, massive thing, it's like a wardrobe. Or whatever, but I don't know. Just trying to be fancy and say bureau, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you like open it up and there's just clothes and whatever. And the one sleepwalking, she's like banging her head against it. Like she just keeps hitting it. And like <laughs> Um Andrea wakes up and she's like, oh, you know, her dad already showed her in the beginning of the movie, like what to do you cover her forehead and you just walk her to bed because you're not supposed to wake up people when they're sleepwalking well then oh my god she's like checking because like the the banging keeps happening even when she takes the other girl to the bed so
0: good that moment that that brief pause between i think the oldest girl's name is andrea i think that's who brought Mm -hmm. the other girl to bed yeah. where she brings her to bed and, you know, obviously the knocking stops because it was from her hitting her head. They get into bed and then that knocking just starts again. Yeah. Great moment. And then
1: you see the other girls sit up straight in the bed <gasps> and you see her face. She's like, oh my God. Because there's a freaking witch on top of the bureau yeah. who jumps down and attacks Andrea. Who are fine. So let's, let's get into that. So we have Beth Sheba who's a witch, um, which, like, why you got to make us all look bad? You, Just you know, I
0: do want to add, actually, on that <laughs> note, I was talking to one of my other friends about, like, The Conjuring franchise, and well, she loves horror movies, too. This is my friend Zoe. Um, she loves horror movies, too, and so, you know, she loves The Conjuring movies, but her critique... She called them uh, Christian propaganda. (laughs) I was like, you know what? At times it's not even unfair because they did go into, like, a whole diatribe of she was a Satanist. She wanted to sacrifice her children to Satan, da-da-da. Exactly.
1: And then they called her a witch. Yeah. Which I just want (laughs) to point out, witches are not Satanists. Satanists are not witches. Different thing. Those are two different worlds. And, like, yeah, you – I mean, I guess somebody could be a witch and a Satanist. I don't know. I – like, that's up to you. That's your own business. But – don't, like, just be like, oh, she was a witch, she was a Satanist, like, no, she, she. there's so two separate things, and also, like, most Satanists, modern day, like, are not what we think of when we think of, when they bring up, you know, Satanic panic and all that other stuff from that time period, so it's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because she, like, Bathsheba, like, they're like, yeah, she... Had her seven-day-old baby and, like, sacrificed it and then went up and was about to hang herself and proclaimed her love to Satan and then hung herself and was pronounced dead at 307, and that ties into the whole clocks thing and everything.
0: Yeah. But they did also— And she
1: cursed everybody who took her land, and that's why everybody's dying. Yeah.
0: But they did (laughs) um, also—I didn't write her—is it Bathsheba or Beersheba? What was her name? Beth Sheba Beth Sheba no they said something about her um being like friends or related to someone from the Salem Witch Trials too
1: yeah yeah she was a direct descendant of somebody who was was burned at the Salem Witch Trials I didn't write down the name of that person but I do remember them saying that she was a direct descendant um also fun tidbit guess who plays Beth Sheba ooh who Joseph Bashara
0: No! Yeah.
1: Really? He also plays um, the lipstick face demon in Insidious, the red guy. Yeah, right. He... Oh, my God. I wrote his name down, and just, like, drew a bunch of hearts around it. (laughs) I was, like... He's one of my heroes. He's so good. Yeah. He's just so cool. Like, all around, just, like, being these crazy, freaky, like, characters, and then making all of the music yes. for these movies. I'm like, what a talented you... guy. Yes. You're just dripping in talent. Yes. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's interesting. I had no idea. You talked about, um, there's that scene, the second scene where we have, uh, presumably Rory's hands kind of like disembodied. You can't see the rest of him, but we see them like clapping. And the mm-hmm, second mm-hmm. scene, which is where the mom wakes up in the middle of the night. Because I think it was because, like, one of the picture frames, um, like, along the stairwell fell or something, and then they all fell. Mm-hmm, hmm How did that not wake anybody else up?
1: Literally? Like,
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. How are not, how is not the whole entire like, house, like... And they, like, I'm pretty sure when she, like, goes into the basement, they show, like, a brief clip or something of even, like, people being asleep in their beds. I'm like, how? Right. Yeah, well, that, (laughs) so that
1: happens when the husband is out of town. Right. Because he's a truck driver, and he had to do that Florida, like, that drive to Florida. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, as far as the kids go, I'm like, hello? Like, that was loud! Like, you guys all want to sit there and act like, oh, everything kept us awake, like, be all, you know, we
0: couldn't sleep. And then you
1: slept through that? My room was
0: stinky last night, I couldn't sleep. You right. like through okay. crashing, like, 20 picture frames crashing to the ground. Glasses <laughs> shattered. Your mom is thrown down the stairs.
1: Literally. It's,
0: you know. And then, like, locked in the basement. Yes. <laughs> like, and, like, screaming and pounding on the door. Okay. It's all fine. Right.
1: <laughs> let's talk about when they get into, like, the steps of uh, demon possession. Because there's infestation. Yes. Like, and it's cool because they, like, get into this and they're like, okay, so... You know, there's infestation, which is the whispering, hearing things happen, little things moving, da da da, like noticing things are off. Then the oppression, where like somebody's being targeted and like they're getting bruises, and you can tell that somebody is the target of that energy. And then the possession, which is when it fully happens. And they like go through that, and you're just like, the mom is getting possessed. <laughs> Like and you just you just know and you're you're just like oh god like come on Mm. Uh and um then they they come to the house like we're kind of jumping around but whatever um they come to the house because Carolyn's like please come check on the house so Ed and lorraine come and they're like the house is always freezing there's a smell that moves around the house that smells like rotting flesh. Um, the doors bang in threes and like everything they say, they're like, yeah. So the cold stuff is probably like spirits. The dead smell, definitely evil spirits. Oh, banging yeah. in threes. They're insulting the Trinity. And like <laughs> I wrote down Lorraine gets bad vibes, like straight up first time in their house. She's like, uh, uh-uh. you can see it Sums on her face. Sums up that whole scene. You can yes, see it on yes. her face. And she says like, she yeah. saw the entity on
0: all of them. Right, right, which I, I, again, a nice touch because you can see it, like you said, all over her face when they first come into the house. You can see that she's, like, getting bad vibes, and then we kind of revisit yes. that scene later in the movie, and they kind of show us what she was seeing, this dark entity just attached to the Right, because we just see her reacting at first, and you're like, what
1: is her deal? And then, <laughs> like, because she's just not having it, and then all of a sudden, when they show us later, there's this dark figure, and we're seeing... I love how they do like it through her eyes where it's kind of, they change the tone a little bit so we can see things and we know that we're watching through her eyes, like where it's not the normal tone of the movie kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and then like Carolyn, they do that whole recording and it doesn't record, but then like, they're talking about her, and they're doing their research, and then it starts, like, yes. playing, and I was like,
0: no, no. No, no. Like, this creepy, deep, demon-distorted, uh-huh. uh-huh. like, just garbled mess. Hate <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then we already mentioned yes. her getting possessed, but this is when she gets possessed, like, the sheet goes to the window. um, And then they talk about... Maurice, which, yes, like, they go back to one of Ed Lorraine's, like, old cases because Ed is being super protective of Lorraine, like, the whole time. And they talk about this case where she saw something, it took a piece of her, and, like, you know, we watched this movie in 2013 and we don't think anything of it, but Maurice is going to come back, and I'm not going to talk about it (laughs) right now, (laughs) But like I that's what I love so much about like the all of these movies is that they all connect in such a way. Like it's phenomenal. They
0: they always find a way to kind of like weave this blanket together. It's like every movie is like a little stitch in like the blanket that is the conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like every movie has a piece of another, can explain a part of another. Exactly. And
1: I love, I love those little nuggets of just like, oh, <laughs> like how cool is that? Yes. Um, yes. so now Ed and Lorraine are there. They're like, yeah, y'all are definitely possessed. Like <clears throat> this is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so they bring in their team. Cause they have to prove to the Catholic church that they needed an exorcism. Um, and, you know, the part where the, like, the officer, he's like, I don't believe in any of this, blah, blah, blah. They have, like, a police officer. Yes, yes. And then there's the woman who's like, look what she made me do. And, of course, I'm sitting there with Ren, and he's like, oh, it's Taylor Swift. And I was like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Way to ruin the yeah, moment. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> um... But, yeah, he finally, like, gets scared because he gets attacked, and you brought it up earlier. Like, she bites his cheek, and the one kid goes, so you still think that a breeze can do that or, like, whatever? Because he's like, oh, yeah. it's just a breeze. Oh, it's just the house settling. Oh, it's just this. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, so a breeze can just do that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I and I think um, when – I will say – I didn't remember – the um because they, you know, set up the whole paranormal investigation mm. element. They set up all the cameras and all the pictures and da-da-da. I I was almost like again, I think maybe it had just been a long time since I saw the movie. I barely remembered like that whole part. Oh really? I think like my brain was just so relieved to finally be getting away from like the intense right. terror <laughs> of like just their day-to-day haunting. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like those are the moments that stuck with my brain like more vividly. Well, like, as they were setting up, I was like, I don't remember any of this.
1: (laughs) I couldn't forget that scene because of what happens whenever um, Rory takes one of the girls, I think it's Nancy or one of them, to his hiding spot. And Mm -hmm. they, like, they can't, like, the door shuts and they can't find her. Yeah. And she's, like, behind that bureau in the wall. And then when Lorraine crawls in there, she ends up falling through. And then the lady is there and she's, like, all freaking out. Because she's, like, look what she made me do. And it's, like, oh, my God, yes, we'd get it. Yes, yes. And it's, like, that whole scene went zero to 100. Yeah. Like, they were having fun. They were setting up. Nothing was happening. Someone went to the restroom and everyone freaked out. And, like, and then all of a sudden. We're back in it. We have, like, six ghosts and we're, (laughs) like, just yeah. getting, and then the one girl, her hair, oh my god, the scene where, like, yes. a couple strands of her hair, trans- just her hair lifted up. Yeah. and then she gets, like,
0: thrown across the room. I was like, just, she was swung around, and just, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm like, how did she not break her neck? God bless. Literally, I was <laughs> like, okay, bye. Yes, yes. But no, that scene with, uh, that scene with Lorraine, where she, like, fell through, and uh, then there's that yeah. one ghost, but then... You just see, like, like the, she you just see the legs hanging again. Oh, it's like the a, legs dropped out. It's like a callback from when you first saw them behind yes. Ed's head when they were outside. You just see those legs hanging and they just turn like, towards her. Yes, yes. <sighs> she bounces
1: down and then, like, it goes.
0: <sighs> it's like. <sighs> oh, so good. So good.
1: I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Even Ren was like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> And then it takes her necklace that her daughter gave her. And so then Judy, like, it gets connected to Ed and Lorraine's daughter, Judy. And um, they end up having some shit go down with, like, the Annabelle doll, mm-hmm. which is so interesting because they have Annabelle, like the Annabelle Higgins, mm-hmm. sitting in the chair stroking Annabelle's hair. But we do not even know that at the time. You right, know? right. Like, we don't know that until Annabelle comes out. <laughs> right. So if you haven't seen Annabelle, uh we'll get into that later. But, like, they have the actual thing that's possessing the doll sitting there with her. And you're, like, you don't even get it because you're just like, oh, that's creepy. But then, like, once you see Annabelle, you're like, oh, my God, that's her.
0: Yeah. Just another example of how all the movies, even the first one, where it's like, you know, in theory... They didn't know how this movie was going to do. They weren't. They mm-hmm. couldn't be certain that they were going to be able to build a franchise off it, but they still included those little things that would become, like, Easter eggs. Yeah, they made sure that, like,
1: they could
0: call back to things.
1: Right. And that's honestly, that is a big part of the Insidious movies, too. I keep bringing yeah. it up, but it's James Wan and, like, oh, it's just so good because they thought, they really were like, maybe this first one will flop. Maybe it won't. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Let's find out. But they made it, and then they were like, oh, my God, this did so well. We can tie so many a eggs." And that's just somebody who cares about the storyline. And that's what I care about is, like, I want somebody who invests in the storyline more so than just, let's just throw some blood across the screen and have a good time. <laughs> like, right. I mean, if that's what I know I'm getting into, like, sure, let's watch it. Ren loves the Final Destination movies. I don't think they have much of a story. But are they fun? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the deaths are cool and it's like a fun time. But I'm not like, oh, my God, this storyline is so intense and so crazy and connected. It's like, no, they cheated death and now they're all going to die. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> There you go is what it is. No, you know what you're getting.
1: Yeah. But just, yeah, different strokes for
0: different folks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, well then let's talk about the exorcism that happens because yes. they can't so get the good. Vatican in and Ed just does it. I love that because he's like, I somebody has to. And yeah, he's, he's like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure this is a good idea? But uh he does it. So, you know. Yeah. All right, bud. And I okay, I have to. I have to admit, I have to have a come-to-Jesus moment about this. (laughs) When I first saw this movie, and for quite a few years after seeing this movie, I felt like that scene was a little bit of a cop-out.
0: Oh, the exorcism scene? Yes. Because they covered her face with the sheet. Oh, but then. But. You you know what I'm going to say, right? Cause i think you're about to say it say it
1: <laughs> but i started thinking a little bit harder about it and i started thinking about the scene where she gets possessed yes. because of the sheet yes and when he's like reveal yourself and it splits yes and yes. her face is all messed up i was like this is the most beautiful scene i've ever seen
0: yes this yes. is beautiful
1: good job yes. I was like bravo you guys did amazing you all get gold stars for this one. That, Why did I hate yes, it? Yes. Why did I hate it?
0: That, I love the continuity with the sheet. Yeah, because that really is like that full moment. But like
1: that just goes to show when I first saw this movie, I wasn't as like. You might not have made the connection. I didn't it's make the connection that connection. That gets it. Yeah, I wasn't as like invested in really seeing it as a whole. I was mm-hmm. just like. I was like, why are they covering her face? Did they run out of money?
0: (laughs) I was so rude
1: about it. And like, (laughs) literally, no, it was like such a good choice. Yes. But I was just like, oh, well, they probably ran out of money, which I did learn that they shot this movie completely in chronological order. Oh how interesting. Isn't that cool because that yeah. doesn't happen very often. Right, right. So part of me was like, well, maybe they did start to run out of money.
0: <laughs> but it's like no, because she spits blood yeah. and she gets all messed up and like that's that's my like when they put that sheet on her and she's just like writhing and screaming, mm-hmm. you can kind of see her outline, but she has this white white sheet on and then she coughs up that blood yeah. and it's just this huge red mess. Yeah. I just think that's such a nice, disgusting visual moment.
1: Right, right. It's so good, and it, but it's just like, ugh. Yes. Like, it's the demon, like, spitting on something pure and, like. Yeah. And then when it flips her upside down and she's, like. Yes. And they're, like, put her down. And she says, okay. And drops oh, her. just drops her, her ass. Man, I was, like, dude, that had a hurt. <laughs>
0: Because you know, again, it had been a while. I was grateful that it didn't drop her on her head. Because right, I'm, exactly. I'm watching her upside down in this chair. I'm like, it's, right. about, it's about to drop my girl right. on her head. Right. <laughs> well,
1: and then she gets up and she starts laughing like the girl in the Evil Dead movie. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. You, you stop that right now. <laughs> and then their dumb kid is like, April's under the house. <laughs> Because they're Perfect. trying to find April during this right. whole thing. So she's like,
0: oh, well, okay. And she starts to run in for April. Because all the demon or the witch wants at this point is to kill the kid. Right. The The whole thing that
1: Lorraine explains at one point is that she possesses the mother to kill the kid. And so, like, that's the whole goal is, like, I she possessed the mom, so she's got to kill the kid now. Because that's Which what like, she
0: did in her life. She, like, sacrificed right. her kid to Satan. So, so they, like, re- she's, like, forcing repeating them to sacrifice. that cycle, yeah. yeah.
1: And, um, but honestly, so, like, like I said, I kind of, I, I take back all of my words about this. <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite exorcism scenes in a movie. Yeah. Like, it's just so good, and it makes so much sense why they, every single decision makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why was I so dumb? You know, six years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever. When I first saw this movie. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like eight years ago. Yes. We're old. Whatever. Right? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then like, you know, the exorcism works and they're like good. Um my thing is though, if my mom had just acted a fool like that. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't just be like oh okay you're good like it's okay mom like I would be like no ma'am how do I, I know, know that you're yep. not
0: still crazy yep. I don't know what that was but don't touch me like- <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it <laughs> I know little April is just like standing there and I'm like sis I would be like screaming right. I would be like no thank you the, the <laughs> trauma the therapy Literally. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, like, a few times of, like, these poor girls. And, you know, I mean, the whole thing is obviously based on a true story. How much of it is actually, like, how many of the specific scenes were actually true? You know, who really knows? But, I mean, like, the scene where the girl was getting dragged around by her hair. Uh The scene where her foot was getting yanked. And then, of course, like, you said that final scene with April in the possession. And, like, Mm. I... the trauma!
1: <laughs> well, and this is the 70s, so you know they didn't go to therapy.
0: No, they just like, they, they just, just suppressed it, probably. Yeah, they, they were just, just, like, sucked, we're just... <laughs> they're like, okay, suck it up and shove yep. it deep down inside. Pretend that that never happened and continue to move on with life. Right? <laughs> Stuff it
1: down with some brown. <laughs> That's a deep cut, if anybody catches that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then we see that they take... Ed and Lorraine always take the conduits because there was a scene farther back in the movie where they show that they have like all their conduits which are the items that the evil spirits use to connect themselves to the people and they like put them in a room that's blessed by a priest and all the all that fun stuff and they brought back the music box and what's crazy about that is it starts playing that thing and you're expecting something to happen
0: again and it doesn't Mm-hmm. And uh, I love so that. Fun. I love that.
1: Yeah, I love it. And then the end credits are so cool because it's like they show actual pictures of the real family. Yeah. But then they lay over as if you're watching it on, like, you remember those overhead projectors that we used to have in school? Mm hmm. Back in the they, elementary like, really? we're really dating ourselves here, Jesus Christ. Um, But, like, where they would put the picture down and then you could put something over it. Like
0: that clear sheet of plastic and then you could draw on it with, like, Expo markers. Exactly,
1: exactly. But it would have the names of the the actors who played each person. And I thought that was just a good choice. Like, it's just cool.
0: Well, and honestly, I think it's... a. Good way to incentivize people to watch some of the credits. Right? For sure. Cause you're like, oh, that's what they actually looked like. Like me and my friends definitely stayed for oh, at least a while to watch some of those
1: pictures. For sure. Until it like ran to the regular credits where it's just lining up the screen. And then you leave. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> so, bye. And then and then unless you're, you're like, okay. me. Unless you're me and you're like, who played Bathsheba. <laughs> Joseph. Okay, boy. I see you, Joe. Yes, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Me in the theater. I'm just like, get it, Joe. Get it,
0: Joe. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, who is this? Like, who is she? <laughs> An enthusiast. Right. Like, mind mind your business. A
1: massive enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the end of the movie. Um. I did some reading because, you know, I like to do my, like, I just like to know trivia about movies. That's my thing. Yes. And um, so Andrea, the oldest girl, she actually wrote a book based on her experience. I would love to read it. I have not read it yet, but I feel like it would be crazy as fuck. Um, But she said that the movie, she's like, it's not a documentary, but it is a piece of art. Like, she said that it's really good and that it depicts things in a way that she's, like, comfortable with them being depicted. Wow. Okay. So, like, she, I mean, she understands that, like, obviously things have to change for film. Mm -hmm. And that they dramatize certain things and cut out other things. But, like, she said she thinks that it's a piece of art which I think is pretty cool. Like
0: that's a, that's a pretty good testament, I would say.
1: Yeah, right. Like, that's an amazing way to be like, okay, well, we we did okay. <laughs> like, yeah. We did, we did all right. Yeah, if that's not a stamp of approval, I don't know what is. Exactly. And um, what was the other thing I had? It was... Uh, this is why I should have written it down, but I didn't. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're going to remember, and then you don't. Um, she thought it was a piece of art... I don't know. It's just... I I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. I think that it it kind of pushed horror into, like, okay, we know you can be scary with the gore and the sex and the teenagers. It and stepped the it up. But they're like, why don't we do this? And, like, I mean, to be fair, Insidious came out before this movie, and I think Insidious pushed an agenda as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what's funny to me is that these movies never really... Like, if you look on IMDb, The Conjuring has a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like, I would I would be like, and there's a 10 out of 10. Horror I, movies don't usually
0: score a high from, like, critics and
1: stuff. They don't. And, like, that's annoying to me because it's like, well. Just let me be the
0: critic for horror movies.
1: Right. Like, why, why don't we have people who actually appreciate them be the critics? Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's. I just, like, there's so many little things that you wouldn't get, and there's nuances, and there's, you know... I was reading that James Wan studied a lot of, like, 60s and 70s horror movies so that he could base a lot of his choices off of those. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the biggest one, his biggest inspiration for this movie was The Haunting of 1963, which I actually haven't seen, so I would love to see that and, like, see where that inspiration came from.
0: You know, I, I mentioned my dad once in this and said that, you know, he is not a horror movie fan. He likes that movie. Really? Yes, that's, he he describes it as the scariest movie he's ever seen. Let me tell you, it's not that, but <laughs> well, <laughs> for, ni- for 1963, it is, I'm sure for its time, it was very, very scary, you know what I mean? Right. It's a product of its time, and I, I respect <laughs> it for what it is, but...
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, that's funny. I well, actually have seen that movie. <laughs> what's funny is my mom said The Shining was the scariest movie she'd ever seen. So, I was like, mm, it is? <laughs> like, but this is also like I had been watch I had uh, been watching scary movies for at least 3 or 4 years by the time she showed me The Shining. Yeah. And so I had seen stuff like 1408, uh Vacancy, um all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't yeah. know why those are the two that stick out in my head, but those are, like, we had seen, like, one missed call. Oh, I
0: okay.
1: can Oh, we got to add all these to our list. Like, we're going to—don't worry. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some old ones. We're going to talk about some newer ones. Like, we, we just wanted to go with a classic. I mean, I don't know too many people that have seen Vacancy. Have you seen it? What
0: Vacancy.
1: It's like this couple gets lost in the middle of nowhere, their car breaks down, and they have to stay at a motel. It's slashery. It
0: sounds familiar. There's a chance. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, um, let me see if... I'm just... Keep talking. I'm just gonna...
1: Yeah. Go. But, um, it, I mean, it's really cool. It's one of, like, my old school favorite movies because oh, it was like... I, yeah, maybe I've seen this. It was, like, one of the movies that we rented back in the day when we were renting movies from Blockbuster every weekend just to, like consume as much horror as we yes, could.
0: Yes, yes. Those <laughs> eras. I remember. I remember before Netflix, before uh-huh. you just
1: had them at your fingertips all the time.
0: Yep, yep. It um, was like a, a ritual going on like a Saturday evening to mm-hmm. Blockbuster, picking out like candy or mm-hmm. popcorn, picking out your favorite horror movies. If you weren't 17, your parents had to go with you. right, right. <laughs>
1: Oh no, yeah. So me and my one of my good friends growing up, our routine every single weekend We we would switch off one weekend at my house, one weekend at her house. Um, Our parents would take us. We had a Blockbuster right next door to a Subway. So we would go to Blockbuster and get three movies for the weekend because we were spending Friday through Sunday together. And then we would go get dinner and get Subway and then we'd come back and watch one of the movies. And then nine times out of ten, we would rewatch that movie like six times (laughs) if we liked it. And then we would go to the next one and then rewatch it a couple times and then like go to the next one and like that's why it took us the whole yeah. weekend because we were rewatching or we were like just dissecting it and oh my god I just we'll have to do maybe maybe we'll do like the movie that got us into horror because um Ooh. I mean that'll be two separate episodes cuz like we'll do mine and then we'll have to do yours yeah Um, do you, I feel like
0: you, you could probably take a stab at what mine is, or at least maybe, maybe I'm thinking of like, what was the most impactful for me?
1: Well, probably the most impactful for you was strangers, right?
0: I think I would give it to the grudge. It was earlier than the strangers. Right,
1: right, right. The grudge always messed you up. Was that the first,
0: was that the first horror movie
1: you ever watched though?
0: I'm trying to think if I saw that or the ring first. I think I actually saw the ring first.
1: Okay, like, because I remember, so I had never seen a scary movie, and I was, God, this is going to be, like, so dating. <laughs> I was really into Shia LaBeouf.
0: Yeah, so the uh-huh. story, yeah?
1: It, fuck yeah, I was. Yes. Um, Because I, so I was really into Shia LaBeouf. He, we had seen him in Even Stevens. We had seen him in a couple, like, a handful of movies. I was not into the Transformer movies, because I'm not a big action movie fan. I know you are. But, uh...
0: I was never into Transformers either. I'm not big into
1: cars. I feel like you gotta be big into true, cars. True, <laughs> true. But, um, had you ever seen that movie Eagle Eye that he was in? No. Because that so. movie was good. It's not horror. It's, like, more of an action-y thriller, but it was pretty decent. Yeah, okay. I should check it out. Um, I only watched it because he was in it, right? And I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. You know, whatever. And then, all of a sudden, he's in this movie called Disturbia, and I see the trailer, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks scary. I don't watch scary movies, and I'm freaking out because Like, I really want to see this movie because I really like him, but I I don't know if I can see it. And, like, so me and my friend, we decided we would go to the theater and see it. And I swear I only watched about 20% of that movie (laughs) without my fingers covering my eyes.
0: Yes. So good, though. I love that movie.
1: So scared. And, like, obviously now I'm like, girl, you seem scarier. But, like, (laughs) that was my first, first scary, like, spooky thriller like movie that made me feel anxious and like yes I didn't want to see certain things and we I swear we rented that movie enough to buy it like a hundred times yeah every weekend we would rent two movies and then Disturbia and watch it on repeat (laughs) because I was obsessed with that movie that's like my favorite movie growing up that was my that was like my thing that got me into being scared I was like I don't know why I like feeling anxious, but I do (laughs) like it's It's a a different kind of anxious because like, like, yeah, when I'm anxious in real life on normal days, it sucks. But like, it's like an escape from my normal anxiety. Yeah. So this is what it's going (laughs) to be. It's probably listening back. It's going to be like hella chaotic. But like, this is what we do. We just talk about our favorite parts of horror movies and We thought maybe there were going to be people who would either agree with us or disagree with us. Like you can disagree with us and we can have a conversation. Um, But, you know, we just wanted to kind of share our thoughts. We figured we have like really in-depth conversations about this stuff. And I'm like, this is fun. Why don't we share it with the world? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, see how it goes. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, it's just us talking about our favorite things, stuff we love. And uh our the name of the podcast came from I literally every time I turn on a movie that I'm trying to show my husband, I say, Oh my god, I love this one. <laughs> and he makes fun of me. Uh we're and it's not just movies, we'll do like TV shows. We definitely want to get into like American horror story. That's one of our favorite things. That's yeah. one of the big things we bonded on um when we first started being friends. You got any closing remarks?
0: Um, no, I just, I mean, I guess if you've made it this far, um, <laughs> I hope thanks. that, yeah, thanks. I hope that you've enjoyed the ramblings. Um, yeah. I mean, if you dissent, if you agree, we're ha- we open to all conversations. Um, yeah. yeah. Hope to, hope to see you guys I mean, next week.
1: At this moment, this is our first recording, so mm-hmm. we haven't really done anything besides this. We wanted to see how this went. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if things start picking up and people want us to, we could always start like facebook group or you know something where you guys can communicate with us and like we can chat and you can share your thoughts um hopefully we'll get this up on places where you can listen to podcasts because obviously (laughs) we need people to listen to it so (laughs) uh yeah hopefully we things only get better and whatnot from here this is i had a blast
0: yeah, you know, I'm I was so like,
1: excited about this.
0: I know we we're like having conversations of, you know, how long do we want to shoot for? And we both kind of agreed we want to try to shoot to talk for an hour and then yeah. edit it down from there. And I think we were past. I, think. I mean,
1: we're at 77 minutes. So, yeah. like, we're at just an hour, probably cutting out anything that like is just kind of like the ums and ahs. Like, yeah. will be great. Um, we'll be at just probably under an hour. And yeah, I, this was awesome. Love it. No,
0: this was a lot of fun.
1: I love you I'm so happy we did this yes I love you too <laughs> <laughs> okay um well come back next week and we'll be yeah, talking thanks for about Disturbia. Disturbia.
0: Uh, Bye. bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this one is hosted and created by Ariana Fallon and Jersey Toten co-hosted and edited by Colin Youthy The theme music is by Timothy Adams. Thank you for listening and keep creeping.